Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode 99! Party like it's 1999, motherfuckers! Y2K, it's coming, everything's gonna shut down, we're dead. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, James. <laughs> Uh, you struggled with the intro That a was bit? weird. That was a weird <laughs> one. I have done 99 episodes. I think that's the first time I've slipped over that part. That that's was, true. I, I s- literally got to that bo- those words and I went, what do I say now? I literally, it just jumped out of my mind. It was I very slip bizarre. in the intro way more than you do, mm-hmm. so this was very fun for mm-hmm. me. Uh, 99, that's a pretty fun number. I know, it is a solid number. It's uh, good. How are you doing? How's your life? Um, good, a little hungover, if I'm going to be honest. Thank you for uh, your honesty. This yeah. podcast is about nothing if not honesty. It's true, it's true. Uh, slept not long, uh, not well, and here I am. May I introduce? May, may I uh, talk to you about the Whole Thirty lifestyle, which never has hangovers because I'm still not drinking. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, you want you to start <laughs> guest? <laughs> I sure Wait, do. Wait, say the mean thing about me first. Nothing. I was just gonna talk about how I want to hurt you physically. Um, <laughs> speaking of wanting to hurt them physically, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. At ninety nine, come on, grab your friends. We'll go to very. Distant lands with James the dog and John the human. The fun never ends. F99. Adventure time, but it's for us. Guys, thank you for having me. It's me, Joe Strix. <laughs> One time guest on this podcast. I don't know what he was referencing. He, uh, Adventure time. It's the it's the theme song, you fucking fool. Oh, yeah. I've never the theme seen the power show. to the show uh, that, that we're, we're discussing. Be, that we're going to be discussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never seen it. So. Thank you for being here, Joe. Thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks for thank coming, Thank you bud. for my exquisite voice. Uh, I'm also hungover after a little sleep, and somehow sound. I'd like Whitney Houston doing the Star Spangled Banner. Pretty crazy. The two of you were hanging out late into the hours of the evening. Yes, uh, I was not there because, as you know, I live a wholesome lifestyle. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Would you say you've lived a wholesome lifestyle for nigh upon thirty days? Uh, well, by the time this, when this podcast comes out, I will be completed the whole thirty challenge. Well, that's not English. Uh, <laughs> I will be completed the whole thirty <laughs> challenge. No, you uh, get it. Tuesday is my final day. Okay. Do you get a certificate? No. You can frame it. No, no. I graduate. Just, I just get a. a How sed- many credits do you get towards your degree? <laughs> this is a three credit class. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. You don't get like Solid. a plaque or yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, like yeah. A fun ball. No, you just get a sense of superiority. Right. I which think honestly. Pretty dope. I think I'm gonna try to do something every month of this year. <laughs> I would love if you I would love if you did the whole third and you're like, I did it, and then you start smoking. Like that's, <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah. Like really, you, really fluctuate with you it. pick up you pick up a habit you didn't have before <laughs> before a whole thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh January was whole thirty and February is Marvel Red Month. <laughs> And then March, you can do heroin. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think it would be fun to do some, like, because I think I have really enjoyed the focus on one health aspect, because mm-hmm. I feel like one thing is doable. Like, if February, I'm like, I'm going to do push-ups every day. Yeah. Like, I think, like, yeah. one little thing could yeah. be, like, a nice... Uh, Gosh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, February, I should focus on my posture. That's yeah. what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, like, something like that. I think that's I a great idea. I want to get this hump out of my back. <laughs> my back gonna... has been hurting, like, crazy lately. Yeah, it's probably I'm gonna, posture. I'm going to work on uh, on my hog, see if I can get a couple extra inches on mm. it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Perfect. It's good. my birth- it's my birthday month. What a good way to spend Black History Month, Joe, you fucking piece of shit. I it's not appropriating if I can't do it. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, anyway, 
Indeed. Good points all. Let's talk about Adventure Time. Sure, let's do it. Never seen it. Moving on. What is going to make bacon pancakes? Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're saying goodbye to Adventure Time, who had their final episode last week. This is a show rife with food, chief among which might be pancakes, sandwiches, and Prismos artisanal pickles. More about it, it's great. No, it is. It's a good show. It's a very fun show. What it's, is it on? Uh, Cartoon Network, so probably Hulu. Actually, it is on Hulu. Uh, okay, but, okay, so okay, okay. he does this episode because it's the end of the show. So yeah. there was the series finale. The adventures yes. are over. Uh, but. I and I haven't seen all of it, but I remember going through a very stony phase in college where I was like, it, "It's it's a fun show to get stoned and watch." Okay. As an adult, did you see the series finale? I did not. What so is, you don't know if he got off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> what is the crux of the show? Like, what is the? So, uh, it's J- Jake the dog and okay. Finn the human. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's some weird post-apocalypse where. Uh, it's it's very cartoony. Like anything can happen, and it's very kind of magical and silly. Um and Jake, uh, Jake's family sort of raised Finn, so he's like one of the only people in the show. There's like a vampire. Their nemesis is uh, the Ice King, who's voiced by Tom Kenny, who is the voice of SpongeBob. Uh, it's just it's a fun, silly, weird show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're each episode's like ten minutes of pop, so you can like rifle through them. Are there only ten minutes? They're like because they're in ten minute segments on uh, like uh, it's like how cartoons are, or maybe cool. ten to twelve, something like that. But you know. Yeah. I feel like describing a cartoon is one of the more difficult things to do because, Especially like, a kids' cartoon. Because yeah. the nature of a cartoon is that it's like doing things that you can't do with another show. Yes. So, like, describing is like, all right, here's this insane thing that yeah, happens. It's like yes. trying to explain the rules of American football to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> try like, that. Anybody out there, try it to somebody who doesn't know the rules. You quickly will realize how fucking insane it is. Right. Well, how come anyone else can't throw the ball? Well, because there's one guy who throws yeah. it, <laughs> yeah. and there's three guys who can't. Well, there's four guys who can catch yeah. it. And these five big guys, will they. They can't do anything, but they have to do a lot of things. <laughs> and on the other, there's four downs, which is an insane combination. Yeah, anyway. yeah. And on the fourth down, you do this, except sometimes you don't do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, that's football, guys. We nailed that. James, yeah, what a I think, dumb suggestion. Yeah, you know what? I take everything I said back. <laughs> we did it. All, uh, that to, all that to say, you guys, I think you guys should check out Adventure Time. It's very fun. All right, cool. The yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of football, the Super Bowl happened this week, but yes. we're, yeah, we're currently recording on a Saturday, one day before. Do you have plans for the Super Bowl? I just want to say congratulations to the Detroit Lions for subbing in <laughs> and getting to win the game. Yeah, that was crazy. very nice of the league it's to let crazy. us do that. One mm-hmm. of the fun things about talking about Whole30 with every single aspect of my life is that I'm not have no fun watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's going to suck. I also will have no fun watching the Super Bowl because I have a family member who's oh, turning right. 80 and her daughter decided to throw a surprise party at 2 p.m. on Super Bowl Sunday. For the Chiefs. Big Chiefs fans, my (laughs) French aunt is. I'm throwing a Super Bowl party for the fucking troops, okay? I don't know what that was for. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I will be riding a train home during the first. Yeah, during the Super Bowl, Uh, and then getting back home at like halftime and just ordering food and watching the end of the game. What you gonna order? I don't know, but I had friends come and visit. Listen to this. This is too nice. I had friends come and visit. They all crashed my place. Loved it. It was great. We had a nice New York City weekend. Then they bought me a $100 gift card That's to so Seamless. Nice. Right? Very nice. Like, too nice. You can get two things from Seamless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have two orders. But whatever, it's free. I was like, yeah. this is amazing. That's that is a very, very nice. kind thing to do. Very kind. I it mean, also, it like makes me uncomfortable because I would never have thought that. of you that. You would never do I would that. Ne- it's not that I would never do that. If somebody suggested it as part of a group, I'd be like, yeah, I'll contribute to that. But I, ne- I it would you, not it have entered be... my head to have been like, right. oh, I will do this. Well, it's a great thing because it's like, 
people visiting the amount that they would spend on lodging for a weekend is insane. Yes. So it's like pooling together a hundred dollars between it was four friends. Four friends. So it's not. It was two, yeah. It's twenty five bucks a nothing. piece. Nothing. Twenty five bucks is great. Very considerate. Yeah. Where no. did four friends sleep in your apartment? Oh, buddy, they were <laughs> all over. You, you stack them up. Well, I gave one of the I, I gave two of them. Two of them <laughs> stayed in our bed because one of one of the, my friends is pregnant. So we were like, we're not going to put you in an air mattress or on the couch. That's fair. So her and another one of my friend crashed uh, on our bed, and then Olivia and I slept in an air mattress, and then we had another single air mattress. Uh, we moved. Where did this sleep? Oh, we moved the table, the uh, coffee table, moved it back, and then that was where the single person slept, and then somebody slept on the couch. Right. Wow, that's very impressive. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I feel like you—that is the max number of people who could sleep. That's what, there. and they were. I t- that's what I told them. I was like, they were like, we might have somebody else coming, and I was like, that's totally fine. There'll be. F- I would love to do that. The max number of people who can sleep in my apartment is four people. Right. Not because I'm being stingy or anything. It's no, like physically. It's just phys- I would just say just physically and yeah. it's six people using one bathroom all weekend. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see any uh, air bunk beds. Plenty of air mattresses, but there could be an air bunk bed set up for Joe? spatial efficiency. Yeah. It's time to become an inventor. <laughs> no, but the problem, with the, the problem with the air bunk bed is that it would result in so many suffocation deaths because – they always leak, they and leak. they always so the person <laughs> so the person on the bottom would just slowly be smothered by the person above them as it as it lowers. Could down you on could you blow them. your bed back up? I'm kind of getting stuck here. I think if we spend about four minutes on this, we could come up with a hundred problems of the bunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The air bunk. The air bunk. I think no. You know what? The next big who somebody would make a billion dollars is um. An air mattress that, when it blows up, doesn't sound like a fucking jet engine in your house. <laughs> They're the loudest things in the world. Oh, James, I already have that. It's where you blow it up yourself, and it hurts and sucks. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, can you ma- imagine blowing up a thousand balloons? <laughs> that's what this air mattress That you have to, and then you have to sleep <laughs> on the balloons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is a... Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, gross. Anyway. Um, yeah, so watch time, Adventure Time. Get your friends gifts if they do something nice for you. Yeah, I'd order pizza if I were you. I could do pizza. I'd fuck up some wings. The problem Ooh, is, yeah. the problem is, ordering from any pizza or wing place during the Super Bowl is oh, going to be. You're right. It's going to be so backed up, right? And like, probably not get there till like, I like, I'm thinking just like do sushi because it'll be there in ten minutes because no one's ordering sushi during the Super Bowl. That's fair, but there's something special about eating pizza and watching the Super Bowl. Oh no, you're definitely right. Since since it was just brought up, and since we have a different corresponding later, can we do the wings poll real quick? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Context. Give context. What's going on? Um, so in our it, was it our last episode we talked about wings. Yes. We yeah. Did. Uh, and we, so we threw it out there to uh, to the group uh, on Facebook. We said w- uh, Wing Wednesday, the great debate, bone in or boneless. We had sixty two votes. Uh, of those sixty two, we have thirty four bone in, twenty eight boneless. Wow, a close wow, call. Wow, a lot closer close than call. it would be. Uh, some contributions from the commies. Uh, we've got. Uh, honestly, it depends on my mood. This is from Annika. Honestly, it depends on my mood, but there's always something more visceral and primal and fun about eating bone-in wings. Totally. She's completely point. right. I think last week I chose boneless, but then on this poll, I know I chose bone-in. You were kind of, you were back and forth. Yeah, I think you chose. Can, it's the same thing. It's, you it's can't just, lose. Yeah, but it's like, if you had to pick one, it's like, you, fuck. If you had to pick one, you said Sophie's bone-in. choice. That would be my movie. A James. real well, Sophie's well, James's <laughs> choice. And it would be all me about agonizing over which wing. <laughs> Ashley had a quick response to that, which was, I'm too lazy to eat bone-in wings, but they taste better. Right. That is the argument for boneless. That's the ultimate argument. Is yeah, Laziness. Right. Uh, someone, uh, DB said, I live in Buffalo. Boneless wings are blasphemous. Right. That's also fair. Too yeah. close to the source. Too, like that's, <laughs> I mean, it's not. 
You uh, can't Ken- trust their word. Kendra said, not here for eating around bones. If they were fine bone in, they wouldn't have needed to invent boneless. Damn. Great point. That is interesting. But, th- I mean, they just took the idea of chicken tenders and cut them differently and called them a different thing. Hey, John? Yeah? Shut up. <laughs> uh, and then we, we had a few other uh, uh, questions or uh, responses in the commies, uh, one of whom we will get to later on. Okay, okay. cool. Um, uh, something that I will say is, like, last week I said my case for why I liked wings more than boneless was I like dark meat more than white meat, to which I realized later. And then we had an argument about there. the internet is not uh, – uh, in agreement on whether or not wings are white or dark meat. <laughs> no, they well the the breakdown I saw was that um, drums are dark meat and wings are white meat is what what is considered. But I don't think that's really true. It is true. The drum for sure is dark meat. Here's my because if you think on a turkey, think on a turkey, that big old drum, that's dark meat. That's a leg. That no, that it's the that's what it is. That's what a drum is. It's a leg. Drum is like the the wing is the arm and the drum is the leg. A chicken leg and a chicken wing are two different things. Yes, correct. But a drum and a flat. A flat is a chicken wing. Right. The drum is the is a chicken leg. That no, we just that is the hundred percent wrong. We got no. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't believe you. All right. Well, everyone's going for their phones. I will <laughs> fill time and say thank you all for contributing. Uh, keep fucking with us on online. <laughs> All right, now I've been left out to my own devices um, and no one's paying attention here, to me. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm getting I'm gonna, nervous I'm and gonna, I'm going to fart and poop. I'm going to cut this part. Okay, so here's <laughs> a full chicken wing. Oh, you're right. All right. <laughs> Get fucked. Get so insanely fucked, James. You are so fucked. So it might be that, so uh, technically in a lot of the things. The like drum this, is still, it's still dark meat. Because, I mean, it is closer to the, like, uh, the body of the chicken. So, like, it might be like a gradient. Yeah. A lot of the things I read said that wings are technically white meat, but when they asked chefs, yeah. it was like people excuse said me, no, it's me, more sh- chefs. When the people asked chefs, yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, Amanda and I were watching uh, Final Table, which is a bunch of chefs table people competing in a thing. Yes, uh, and they get eliminated. Whatever they had, uh, one of the secret ingredients was turkey, or they had to do something. They had to basically recreate a Thanksgiving dinner for mm-hmm. one, and uh, one tandem because there's like two chefs working together. Uh, like Mario Kart. used only uh, the oysters from turkeys. You know? Ooh, yeah. Uh, which I is like that. a tender part, kind of near the. How uh, many turkeys the did they meat. have to use? They they just someone they were like in the pantry. They just had oyster, like, like they had turkey, turkey oysters, oysters? Like, separated out. Yeah, it was bizarre. Boy. But in a pantry, <laughs> yeah, it's what the it's fuck? you gotta watch the show. It's bananas. All right. Uh, but we're watching it, and I was like, oh, cool. The part of the turkey that is arguably the best, the part that whoever's cutting the turkey gets to eat. And when I was like, wait, 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 isn't that turkey balls? Oh, nice. <laughs> she thought that, because uh, not wrongly, some animals, uh, their balls are Like Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Ah. Uh, but uh, that was a fun moment to be uh, right about. Oh, that's fun. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's fun to be right. I want to. <laughs> John Newman, it's fun to be right. That would be my memoir. Yeah. <laughs> I want to put a pin, I want to put a pin in this dark meat uh, wing thing. Uh this is the kitchen.com food science, the difference between white and dark meat. This is saying dark meat is found in the wings, thighs, and drumsticks and is actually a different kind of muscle than white meat. These muscles get their fuel primarily from fat, which provides a more sustainable energy for the prolonged activity of standing, walking, and running than uh, than the glyco- glyco- glycogen, glycogen, I think glycogen. It's glycogen, which is what why white meat is white. It's because it, co- it gets its fuel from What's the source glycogen. of this? Uh, it's a kif- kitchen science. Uh, I just kitchen science. Article. Real quick, you said you wanted to put a pin in this, which usually means that we're going to leave it alone. You're right. I meant, <laughs> I meant put, put a button it, on it. And Joe, I'm so hungover, I don't care. 
And you know what? I want to put, put the kibosh on you putting a pin in things, and let's put a button on this bit and move on. All right. All I said, like last week when I said it, I was like, I said what I thought was wrong, but it turns out I might have been right on accident. You were right. Yeah. yeah. You were right. Who knows? Which, again, back to being right, being awesome, being right on accident. Oh, Oh, so sweet. At my mm. job, I did a thing in one of like the design things I was working on, uh-huh. and uh, my boss was looking. I was like, "Oh, this is really, really smart." Like, he's like this, and I'm like, "Well, we can't do that." I was like, "No." He's like, "We'll do it this way." I thought that's what your whole point was, and I was like, "Oh, I stumbled on a good idea by accident." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how Einstein <laughs> discovered <laughs> relativity, or or how they originally designed a swastika. What? <laughs> Aesthetically, no. <laughs> I had a whoa. bit. Whoa. <laughs> I had a bit years ago about how swastika from a design perspective. I mean, it is. Yeah. And also, it's an let's, not, let's not credit the Nazis with that. It's they Egyptian. weren't good enough to come up with that. That was Buddhist, it's, wasn't it? I think, yeah, it's it's Indi- I think it's Indian. Oh, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from somewhere. Yeah. I, I got into the bit. I was like, I'm going to do an impression for you all. This is uh, me in my day job as a designer. And then you would click around. Click around, I go. Clicking around. And then looking, I go, oh, yeah, that's a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, what food did he make in this episode? Yeah. Well, we started out with some pickles. He made some pickles. Yo, these looked awesome. These looked really, really uh, good. He didn't make the pickles from Rick and Morty because of, of Pickle Rick. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. I didn't get it either. I was <laughs> but you hear this, you hear this the most, silence? Was, <laughs> you hear this silence? It means Joe just talked. I'm feeling that very deeply right now, and I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to lead the pod with my whole 30 brain that is functioning completely <laughs> compared to your two hungover idiot brains. Uh, some of the things that jumped out to me when he's making pickles, I always forget how much sugar is in pickles. There's a ton of sugar. Yeah, I, yeah cuz I always I'm like, "Oh, you know what? This isn't a healthy this, this, snack. This is kind of a healthy snack." Yeah. Mm. And it's just salt and sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a reason I love it, them. Yeah, it, it's taking a healthy thing and Pumping it full of sugar and salt. <laughs> and then you're like, mmm. And I like it now. Yeah. Uh, another thing that he he cooked them sous vide, which James uh, made an admission that was huge. Yeah. Uh, it's like said, it said. It was a useful way to cook it. It yeah, was a it good way to cook sense. it. Right. It's, it, it was a logical thing to do. It wasn't a, oh, I'm at home. I'm going to make a steak. Why don't I, eight hours before, throw it in this fucking Fuck off. Throw it on the grill, you idiot. It, it was kind of like John admitting that he enjoyed a glass of milk, where it's like, <laughs> like what, all, something, no, that you, something I, you've spent a hundred episodes defending. My problem is not with sous vide itself. My problem is with people using sous vide for things it doesn't need that to be That is true. We got for. concessions out of James before that he's fine with restaurants using sous vide. Yes, because it, it makes sense. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, so, so you would not like sous vide uh, a brownie, let's say. What? I don't what? think you. How could you? <laughs> I'm just saying. You just open a bag of mushy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like these are sous vide brownies. You're like, ooh. You see a lot of sous vide. Sloppy. Cooking. Not much in the way of sous vide baking. <laughs> yeah. Not as much as you'd like to see. <laughs> this bread was made that underwater. That would be so funny. The Great British Baking Show. One person just tries to sous vide something, and just Dude. Paul Hollywood's like, what? What the fuck? In, in It'd probably season... be raw in the everywhere. <laughs> in raw. Well, there's this. It's in like the uh, Great British Baking Show beginnings season, where it's like one of the first or second seasons. And uh, this woman, they had to make rum babas. That was the technical. And she did hers in like where you know when you I don't remember the technique, but you put the water in and then you boil them in the oven. Like you put something in. Fuck, I'm not explaining this well. Yeah, at I don't all. know what you're talking yeah. about. I'm sorry. May, okay, there's like a sheet pan, right? Mm-hmm. There's water in it. And then you put like your baking tin in that so that there's water. Oh, a bain marie. Sure. Okay. But she did that with the rum babas and they came out 
just fucking gross. <laughs> she was like, I don't know, maybe this was it. And I was like, why would you take that shot instead of just baking them regular? That's insane. That's hilarious. A water bath? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, I know. I I know the process so that there's more heat, like evenly around. Yes, yeah. it's it, it, evenly um, yeah, evenly. I think yeah. Um, anyway, I want to make these pickles. Yeah, I think that'd be. fun. I really do, because especially because you sous vide them, but also you can do them just do in it. room yeah, temperature totally. for a week. Right, that'd be fun. I think should uh, the boys make pickles? Would that be a fun I thing to we, do? That could be a fun day. We say we're gonna do a lot of things that we never do. So That's let's true. say we're gonna do pickles. We're gonna make. Pickles. I will say I feel like these would end up being just because it's just like. All the spices you have to buy, they would end up being like forty. Pretty initially, expensive. Initially, they'd be like fifty dollar pickles, just right, because sure. I'd be like, oh, I have to buy all spice and all this other stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. like, I need to fill up on these things. Like, I might like have whole them peppercorns and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my Simon, I've mentioned this on this podcast, but Simon Rich, one of my favorite writers, his book Spoiled Brats, the longest short story in it that got like rights for a movie, they just uh-huh. haven't made it yet. Is uh, his grandfather comes to Brooklyn. Uh, works in a pickle factory, falls into the pickle vat, gets frozen for 40 years, and then comes out of it and is now in modern-day Brooklyn <laughs> and then starts making pickles the way he made them before and becomes like a huge celebrity. That's fucking great. Great. No, but he's, uh, Simon Rich is the funniest writer. He, he writes with uh, John Mulaney. They they were at, at SNL at the same time. Right, and it's them and America Sawyer. That they wrote together a lot right. when they were at SNL. I would writers. be interested to hear a book. From him that actually yeah read. yeah uh yeah. no that's uh, it's a great book i would start with spoiled brats any w- really quick because i feel like i've heard what pickles do you hate is there a kind of pickle that you're not a fan of uh well i think it's sweet and sour are the okay. ones or right those bread are and butter bread and butter that's what's sorry not sweet and sour i don't sweet mind a bread and butter pickle they're just i would I like just sour give pickle. me a dill i mean sure dill is a just give is me that the, dill yeah Dill's my and i'll do sour I like why do they call them sour half just, sour but aren't they just garlic isn't I it think, just like I think part of it is yeah. Is it's the just like of they're always. It's just so garlicky. Yeah, at like when you go to Katz's, they offer you half sour, which I don't know what that means at Probably all. Probably just means less garlic. Mm. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting how dill is the way. I love a dill pickle, <laughs> uh, but like on a burger, a bread and button picker, a bread, <laughs> Ooh, <wow. laughs> a bread and bread picker. Uh, Whole thirty working out pretty solid, yeah, Johnny. I'm smart. <laughs> This fucking guy. What pickles do we have at the diner last night? Those were sour pickles, I'm pretty sure. Okay. They Those were pretty garlicky. Yeah. But they were really good. Real good. It was a real good diner pickle. Yeah. What uh, What diner? This doesn't matter. Court Square Diner. Court Square Diner. Ah, fun. Court Square Diner. Long City, Queens. Oh, yeah. I've um, been there. Yeah, I would make the fuck out of these pickles. Also, so, it was interesting to see he, Babish, added at the end of the episode... He was blown away by how good the pickles were. Yeah, that's true. He like added that little thing. He was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just made these." Yeah, which was cool to see. And like, cause it's just it's just cool to see when he, he, like even he yeah. enjoyed. Like, you can clearly see he's enjoying what he's doing. Yeah. To watch it happen, you're like, "Oh, I can make pickles." But like when you're eating, when you're like, "I would never put in the time." Yeah. To make a pickle. Yeah. Just wouldn't happen. Um, according to chowhound.com, here's a quick pickle primer. Dill, the most cu- popular kind of pickle made with fresh dill. Kosher dills are da-da-da, whatever. Sour, half-sour. by a rabbi. Uh, sour, half-sour. These are pickles made in a brine that doesn't contain vinegar. The half-sour pickles are left to brine for about six to eight weeks and are not fully fermented. They're also referred to as new pickle, new dills. <laughs> and then sweet bread and butter are made with like a lot of vinegar and sugar and like spices so his was kind of like you know who else is big on the new deal was uh franklin delano rose <laughs> joe a plus <laughs> i gotta give it to you there bud that was a good one. yes yeah. he's back on the horse until the next bit which will ultimately fail <laughs>
Uh, yeah, but I think it'd be fun to make a dill pickle. I feel like, yeah, once you get the spices, maybe it'd be like the first time would be a little mm-hmm. bit of an effort, and then it would roll well, a little also, bit after that. I also just like the uh, the ability, like, he added, like, uh, red pepper flake, which I love yeah. to throw into everything. I to, love like, a spicy yeah. pickle. Oh, yeah. Fuck him up, yeah. yeah. I, th- I love, I, th- I guarantee we'd also all would misjudge how much we're supposed to put in like either over or underload the I think that's what would be fun. Oh, we would yeah. make dog shit pickles. These, I don't know. I think we could I don't do... think you can fuck if you <laughs> cook it like if as long as you're boiling properly like you can't really fuck it up too bad. Right? I wouldn't plan on boiling it. I would just do the week long burping everyday thing because I, I don't have a sous vide tank and I don't want to do but it. But I think you day. could still do it in just like a low Yeah. Huh? I mean that's it's it's like oh. what Amanda did when she jarred her uh, <laughs> uh, The week would be fun jams. too though. I think both would be fun. And yeah. I also think a fun part of it would be you get the ingredients. So he he's just like Dill, garlic, red pepper flakes. Cor- what do you use? Coriander seeds, mustard a, seeds, a, a lot of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. But then, like, a to, lot of mustard seeds. To do it one round, see how it goes, and then be like, I would want more of this, yeah, and then try it again, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like slowly perfect it, so that over like months, you're like, oh, these are my preferred pickle. I think mm-hmm. the reason it's like people are doing it so much, especially like in Brooklyn, is like it's a way to do a thing like that, but it's not brewing beer. Like it's brewing beer. But yeah, you don't yeah, need. Yeah, it, right. yeah, it's just a. It's a. Activity that also doesn't require a ton of space. Right. Like, right. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. Like, you don't need a garden. You don't need all this stuff. You can just right. get all the stuff you need and do it in your kitchen. Right, yeah. yeah. A real small space hobby. Yeah. Yes. I like it. Um, then we made uh, the the sandwich, the the bacon egg, basically an egg and cheese sandwich. That was just such a dud. What? Why? What and then he made for? homemade ketchup, which looked like it took forever. And then he says, uh, it takes forever, costs a lot, and it's not as good as what yeah. you buy in the store. For, yeah. yeah, that was, I do love, uh, that. Uh, that because the whole time I was watching, I was like, what the fuck? Heinz this is not worth baby. it. And then, yeah, exactly. Heinz 57, you're good to go. Nothing's ever going to be better than that. Did, uh, did anyone in your family ever bring home Hunt's ketchup? Yeah, we used Hunt's ketchup we used growing Hunt's. up sometimes because it, it was always like cheaper. a buck fifty cheaper yeah, than yeah. Heinz. Wait, they would always have deals on Hunt's. So my, of course, my parents were like, "Yeah, fuck." My, uh, we were pretty merciless when my dad brought home Hunt's one time. We were like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> I just. I just <laughs> That's such. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just that's such a like Midwest thing. It's like yeah. people are so nice, and so but, but if you bring home a hunter, if you mess you with their brands, fucker, yeah. I will kill. You. I like my brands. <laughs> yeah, I like Diet Coke, not Pepsi. Right. It is <laughs> that funny. Is true. There are some things where brands I think are actually. I think mustard. I think French's is a far superior mustard to like Heinz. I like Heinz's yellow mustard. But like, if you just get like a generic like store brand mustard, it's terrible usually. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And, must- and, and I'm gonna get some grape poupon. Ooh, I do love a grape poupon. I feel like, uh, like I love a brand. Off brand, <laughs> off brand <laughs> mustards always have more of the the liquidy bullshit at the top. So oh, like, that's fair. What is your most? What are you most brand loyal to? Ooh, this is a what good are question. you like? What is the thing that if you don't get the brand that you want, you will either not get it or you will be like perturbed by it listerine interesting really i love I'm actually listerine. i'm 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 weirdly i'm the same with my mouthwash but I, I use crest no alcohol that stuff is the reason i'm so brand loyal to listerine it yeah. is terrible oh, I, love it. <laughs> I don't use mouthwash uh um, james we need to talk i'm pretty strong on colgate i haven't brushed my teeth in years part of the whole 30 is no brushing <laughs> yeah, your right. teeth. Yeah, yeah. um it's just mouthwash I'm pretty, yeah i'm pretty strong in colgate I will never purchase. I wonder if Listerine's Pepsi, ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's but like, sure. It, obviously, if I'm in a restaurant and they're like Pepsi, yeah, it's fine. Right. But 
Diet, Diet Coke. I will never. Yeah. I will never go to the store and be like, I'm gonna get this Pepsi. It doesn't yeah. matter. They could be like, Diet Coke is twenty five dollars and yeah. Pepsi. We will give you fifteen. And I'd be like, I'm gonna buy that Diet Coke. I haven't. Uh, this is a weird one because I've gone through a couple streaks and I think I've settled on something. But I, for the longest time, I was de- uh, degree gel stick deodorant, mm-hmm. and then I got some Old Spice gel stick, and it's. I I don't know if I'm ever gonna get. Anything else? I, I, I have to. I have to rotate my deodorants. My deodorants, otherwise my body gets like used to them, and I start sweating. <laughs> it figures it out. Yeah. Like, I got to keep my like, pits oh, on their we're toes. Gonna, we're gonna get the sweat out of it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, if it kills us. The yeah. thing that sucks most about like because Old Spice, I th- I think that they smell nice, and I I like I like. But it's such a douchey thing. I like to get. a gel, like the gel stick over the the Ooh. white stick. Ooh, I love not a white the, stick. Not no, the. Yeah. I like an antiperspirant also. I don't use deodorant. Oh, no. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my brain's gonna melt in like yeah. ten years. <laughs> but I put all, it on two times a day. Old Spice is doing what Axe did when we were all younger, where it's like now, like this is this deodorant's called like abs cool. it's like bear fuck, and you're like, come on, man, can you just call it like a nice smell? Can it just be called <laughs> Old Spice nice smell? Mm-hmm. That would be that would be very nice for me. <laughs> uh, Connor Gregan has uh, one of still one of my favorites, just yeah. where he talks about men's deodorant, and he says, yes. and they all have the color story of Halo Two. <laughs> yes. The whole, such, the whole men's deodorant aisle. Which is such a good line. Is, yeah, that whole bit is great. Uh, and then it ends with him <laughs> making fun of Italians, which is very funny. I feel like I've mentioned that we've done this exact thing on this podcast Sorry. multiple well, times. No, it's, okay. it's a great bit. It's, it's a worthwhile bit. Stays king. He's yeah. the best. Um, okay, so this he, he makes homemade ketchup, and then he just puts it on a little omelet. On I mean, that part's fine. It's, it's yeah. an, omelet it an omelet on a on a piece of bread. It's yeah. like, yeah, that'd be good. With like a fine. strip of parsley. Whatever. That was one where it's like... Uh, y- y- there's no need to um, do like plus it up, right? Yeah, he, just he doing does it for show puts accuracy. it on a metal tray, which gets it cold. So cold eggs suck. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was following like directly how they did it in the show, and he yeah. was just showing it's like this is dumb. This right, is like, basically, it's a cartoon. Don't do this. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then uh, bacon pancakes. Then the final things he makes are bacon, bacon pancakes. pancakes, making bacon pancakes. And, oh God, bacon going pancakes. into this, I was making like, bacon pancakes. Okay, let him we, finish, James. Making uh, pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, <laughs> going into this, See? I was like, I was like, oh, you know what? This might be a way to get me to eat pancakes. Is to put some slivers of crispy bacon on them. That'd be fun. That would zhuzh it up a little bit. And then he goes and makes the biggest, thickest fuck you of a pancake yeah. with like three pieces of bacon on it. It was nothing. Get not a, the fuck out of here. Because you could have the crumpled. bacon ratio was terrible. It was just goddamn it. You should have crumpled up the bacon and sprinkled it about. Oh no! See, I like the strips. I like the way he did it. But the, he could have packed more in there. It just you okay. wanted. Uh, I think if they had been a little bit of a smaller strips, he could have like shingled them and had like exactly. full bacon yes. coverage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, and I agree. Bake, the pancakes needed to be a little smaller. They were huge. <laughs> they pancakes. were huge. Yeah. They were aggressive. Uh, but ultimately. Good looking, a good looking pancakes. Yeah, they did. He did crisp them up nice. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows how to cook. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, and he's <laughs> a boy know how to cook. Yeah. He said this multiple times when he makes pancakes. The first one always comes out weird looking, and the second one looks beautiful. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. Uh, but it's true. He's not wrong. Every time he does it, the first one looks a little weird, and the second one looks well, perfect. It's. It, I think it's kind of because it is pretty universal. Like, have you? When's last time you made pancakes? <laughs> Years. So I mean. It, it just feels like pretty accurate. Most people, when they're making pancakes, the first one, there's always, in every batch of pancakes, there's one that's a little loopy, and inevitably it comes back that that was the first pancake. Is it because... Uh, I think it's because you don't you don't know what the pour is. And you're just like figuring it out as you, you go. Is it that the heat's not exact yet either? It's, it's like that, it stabilizes it's out? That you're, <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of factors. It's the pour, 
It's that you haven't flipped anything yet, so you don't have the muscle going just yet. Mm-hmm. It's that you haven't, uh, what was I going to say? You're not sure what done is yet, so you kind of like are keep checking that one. And you kind of like fuck with it a little too much. The rest of them you kind of like get into a rhythm with it. Okay. I feel like it's more the pan gets heated in like a more even way after the first one. And that like, I have no idea though. But hey, I don't have any statistics for any of my shit, so nor, sh- nor should you need them. Mm. Four out of five pancakes. <laughs> Use I agree that the fifth damn pa- pancake is a piece of shit. That's right. I love the idea of of you just backtracking ever so slightly, just saying thank you for being here to somebody who has been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's a fun move. <laughs> like you have people over, and then halfway through the dinner or whatever, you're like, by the way, thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, Any other thoughts on this app? Um, no, it was a long one, but a good one. Long solid, but yeah. long but solid. Good, ed- yeah, good episode. Because sometimes when, I, I guess that middle one was a dud, but like sometimes when they're when he's cooking multiple things, things can go off the rails a little bit. This felt a little bit. This managed to feel pretty tight for doing three things. I yeah. usually enjoy when he does, like when he does the multiple Seinfeld episodes. I oh, think yeah. that's great. The yeah. multiple Arrested Development. I, 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 don't, I enjoy that. I don't format. mean to knock it. I just mean more they can. They can feel like they drag a little bit. Yeah. This one still felt tight for me. Yeah, and minutes. I mean, yeah, it's also just a good way to combine like four, like red, like not simple, but like easier thing. Like you right. couldn't do a whole episode on the bacon pancakes. Right. Like I'm just right, and that pickles out. would have been too short of an episode. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. It was good. Excellent, guys. We're gonna correspond with a coward. Okay. Oh baby, a very special coward. This is from Zach Levin. Oh, Zach Levin. Friend, friend of the, of the pod, pod, friend in real life, friend in real life. Uh. His own podcast uh, is no longer, but I think he's got another one. Yeah, yeah. I think promote the podcast that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Beginner's Guide to Being an Expert. Check out our episodes. Leave a review. It's a very serious podcast about how to learn <laughs> how to do things. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it is the No Bits Allowed no, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very serious. Mm-hmm. Zach says, Greetings, Babish Boys. As a red-blooded American, it is my God-given duty to support your right to free speech. I would uh, stand up and fight the mightiest foe to defend your ability to say anything you want, unmolested and unfettered by anyone who would wish to keep you silent. Thank you, Zach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Appreciate that. I do this despite my suspicion that some of you may be pinkos, secretly working (laughs) as assets for the Russian government (laughs) and spreading leftist propaganda to our sweet capitalist babies. That being said, when James took it upon himself to besmirch the holy union that is ketchup and mustard into one blessed concoction, it made my blood boil in my <laughs> veins. The delicious marrying of ketchup and mustard into one perfect condiment is known as catch tart. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was a boy, it has been the preeminent condiment for all my burger needs. I can't think of a more glorious way to accentuate a mouthful of meat, bread, and cheese than to add in the tangy, acidic, acidic sweet, and savory tastes of a dollop of catch tart. It is a powerful palate pleaser that perfectly pairs with a patty and puts plenty of people in paradise. <laughs> Ow, my mouth. <laughs> How dare you, James, for shame. You must make this right. Not for me, not for the good people around the world who already enjoy a nice catch tart on a hot July night, and certainly not for James, the gigantic doofus who wouldn't know a condiment from a cappuccino. <laughs> no, you must make this right for the children, the thousands of child-aged listeners of your show that are relying on you to steer them in the direction of good. When you slid behind those microphones, you became more than podcasters. You became role models. Accept the great responsibility that comes along with, the great po- with that great power you also gluttonously coveted. Uh, tell the people the truth about Ketchtard, and that truth shall, shall set you free. Your humble servant, Lord, Zach- Lord Reverend Zachary Theodore Francis Levin. Zach. 
I'm an all-timer. Truly, truly, truly legendary. phenomenal. My mouth hurts from smiling oh. while trying to read. My question is, does he mix it on the burger? <laughs> that's no, that was that's what I said. I don't like I personally don't I most of the time don't put ketchup and mustard like on my hot dog or on a burger. <laughs> but like I also sometimes put ketchup and mustard on a on a hot dog. But I don't the, you I, what I was them. going against was not you don't mix them into like putting, yeah like we were talking about putting them in one you were talking about putting them in one bottle and yeah. squeezing them in, and that was bizarre to I me I love the idea of like Zach has a list that he's like oh, beginning of the week meal prep gotta put the ketchup <laughs> gotta, together gotta make my, gotta <laughs> make my catch tart for the week <laughs> And like hasn't started bottling it. Like it would be an insane thing to just buy French's mustard, Heinz ketchup, <laughs> pour them, but like squeeze each bottle into another bottle and then sell that <laughs> as ketchup tart. I do love that. Truly phenomenal. Oh my and a God. lot of special sauces is that plus mayonnaise. And like a little bit Most of Most special sauces are just ketchup and mayonnaise and like one other thing. Yeah, sometimes a little bit of mustard. Yeah, yeah. to like but up. I do. I love. I love a catch jar. Little, little, <laughs> big fan. A little bit of mustard and mac and cheese. Real nice. Sure. Um, mustard. I think mu- mustard is the most. It's like it's delicious. It's like in the shadows sneaky, sometimes, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's like cream cheese. Like, what it's in? What's in here? Cream cheese. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, what made these muffins so special? Mustard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a nice blueberry mustard. <laughs> Oh man! You said that very close to uh, what's his name from Phantom Threat. You had a bit of a oh yeah, uh, David Day Lewis in it. Some sausages, <laughs> some sausages, some Welsh, Welsh rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> cream jam, <laughs> mustard, Lapsing. blue Lap- Lapsing, a muffin, not blueberry mustard. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you have any muffins in mustard? I'll take one. Uh, Zach, truly outstanding. Thank you, James. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us that five-star review. Uh, that would help us out. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at GabbingWithBab on Twitter. We are GabbingWithBabbage on Instagram. And uh, if you want to send us fun emails with your thoughts, questions, comments, queries, concerns, send it to GabbingWithBabbage at gmail.com. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Get fucked. I'm sorry.